Welcome to Thursday Be Connected. Today we have Misty Henkel as normal on a Thursday as our sales trainer. Misty Henkel lives in Queensland, Australia and is a sales trainer whose low-cost sales programs help hundreds of people every year increase their sales and make more money. Misty speaks to business groups each week on the topics of closing sales and overcoming sales anxiety and is available to speak at corporate events from $2,000. She is well known all over the world for simplifying the sales process with her two sales books, which you can purchase directly from her, following simple strategies to close more sales on any product or service. And just like Ryan Reynolds, Misty is easily found on Google. So, hi, everyone. Um, Thanks for coming to Be Connected Thursday night. Today's sales class is on when to read less. That's the topic. How does this and where does that fit into the world of sales? So let's look at work in general, any job that we may go into to start with, um, starting your own business. So working for someone else, starting your own business, um, growing your business. When's re- when is reading good? Because it's definitely recommended um, uh, in for your work life and, and for improvement. So what sort of books are good for reading and for what purpose? So... Don't mind show of hands. I'll just ask people as they go. Stuart's got his hand up. Stuart, when is reading good? (laughs) Reading is absolutely the best thing anytime that you need to increase your knowledge. And when is that? Every day of the week. I read books and listen to books constantly. Anytime I'm driving, anytime I'm doing anything, uh, I need to top up on something. I'll find a topic that I'm keen to, uh, to embellish on and go for that. That's my take on it. Excellent. So, yep, reading books is good for increasing knowledge. Let's. I'll ask the question then. Um, what sort of knowledge would be good in business to increase your knowledge on? Mark? How to read a balance sheet. How to read a balance sheet. Yep, Ray. To read the legislation. Oh, Faith, yep, read legislation. Yep, Ray. Um. I'll often read uh, prospecting or sales books. Um, and then if I want to escape, it'll be a Tom Clancy or something like that. Yep. Yep. Dale so business-wise uh, sales books. Yep. Business-wise sales books. Crystal, what have you got? I always read um, personal development, professional development books, like motivation, mindset to keep on top of habits, etc. Yep. Personal development, mindset. Yep. Absolutely. So, it's always encouraged to read heaps of books, um, personal development, mindset, sales, um, anything that you want knowledge on, absolutely. Many articles will say there was Success Magazine. If anyone's aware of Success Magazine, when that was out, um, you know, different people at um, they'd say CEOs, the higher-ups, the ones, the uber achievers, you know, they read 60-plus books a year and they earn way more than the average person. Maybe it's something to do with the reading. Maybe it is, right? So let's have a look at the average person that, say, an entrepreneur comes out network or networker, entrepreneur works with someone else, could be a business professional or, you know, is growing their own business, right? I believe that everybody reads books um, on all of these different topics. But when would be a time when we should stop reading or how many books should we read a year and when is it working and when should we stop reading? You should stop reading if you're not putting into action what you're reading about. 
Okay. Yes, definitely. If you're just reading, collecting the knowledge, but not acting yeah. on any of it. Yes, absolutely. Stop reading. Crystal, what were you going to say? Sometimes we get so bombarded with information that we just, it's almost like we're, we're, you know, there's too much information in here. And if we don't stop, we're just going to explode. So I think before we get to that stage and it's a day by day thing, we need to know and monitor that. And I think we had a little conversation before where I was saying, you know, um, you need to always have more output than input, always be more creative than taking in other people's stuff. Otherwise you just become a regurgitator rather than a creator of your own self. Yep, yep, absolutely. So let's have a look at what's the most important skill that you need to be able to do in order to keep your business running. Stuart, you've got this one. Question. What's the most important skill you need to be able to do in order to keep your business running? Stuart knows this one. I'm going to say the only books I read are books by Misty Henkel, uh, available online and direct from <laughs> That's her. That's right. I mean, there's, there's only two books in, on the planet that you need to read. It's these two. Um, um, from, from what I hear, she's the world specialist in yeah. all things sales. Yeah. Well, best. Like, What's yeah. it on? What's it on, by the way, this book? What's it on? On your hand currently. Sales. On, on sales, right? So let's look at sales. The most important skill that you need in order to keep your business open is selling. If you're not selling then it doesn't matter all these other business skills that you learn because if you can't sell your product to any, to to anyone, and I'm not saying everyone, I'm just saying to anyone, if you can't sell it, then you won't have a business. It doesn't matter if it's the greatest thing in the world. If you can't sell it, then you won't have a business. So if sales becomes the number one skill that you need to keep your business open, at what point should you stop reading and start selling? Because we can read all of these books all the time, mindsets and um, personal development and the reasons why we're probably not performing the way that we want to. But what if it's just as simple as we keep collecting all of the knowledge and we're not putting into practice the one thing that we're actually trying to avoid doing, which more often than not is the sales side of the business. If I keep reading the stuff, the knowledge will go in, the stuff will automatically, I'll start to sell on the other side. But sales is really about practice. And when it comes to sales books, and I've read plenty of them, there's lots of great things in sales books. But at the end of the day, the only reason that any anything in a sales book works is if you experiment in using any one, one of the concepts that you read in any particular sales book. So even for me, of all the books that I've read, I really have dumbed it down to maybe top five books, sales books. Now, anyone, you can have my top five that I read. Um, but anyone's top five of sales books, if you've got more than five sales books, you're reading too many books. It's really as far as sales and sales training goes. You're reading way too many books. You've got too many thoughts and ideas and you're not putting anything into practice as well. So here's my hot tip when it comes to selling is give yourself a break. Stop learning and start experimenting and start practicing. When you give yourself a break from knowledge, it allows you time to experiment and practice. Just recently, my Jack has discovered, um, he's 12, he's discovered the Big Bang Theory. He's very proudly informed me that it's taken him only one week to get to season eight. That's a lot of Big Bang. There's not much that he has done <laughs> at all. But it has had me realize, think about the fact that that's all that these guys do all day, every day in their jobs, experiment, 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 testing out thoughts and ideas and experiment. 
But what they do is each one of the guys in this, and what is there, the four guy, four guys, and then two of the girlfriends are scientists as well. In one little area, they just keep running the same experiment over and over hundreds and hundreds of times in order to get accurate results or results and then try to keep them in sort of in an accurate sort of space as well. There's a guy named Sean Acor. Has anyone read The Happiness, The Happiness, The Happiness Code, The Happiness? I think it's The Happiness Code. And it's by a guy named Sean Acor. He has a great TED Talk on this where he starts with um, experiments and how you um, judge experiments. That you're, you're looking for results, right? So you get a graph out and you put all the, the results in and you're hoping to get like an upward line or some sort of line to sort of give you an idea of results. And then there'd be this like crazy dot, like way off in the middle of nowhere. And he says that one crazy dot, he said, you ignore that. Obviously, it's a clear mistake. Pretend that one doesn't exist because that person with that result (laughs) had nothing to do with your experiment. It's kind of the same, you know, just learning to experiment across sales. So, um, so that's my sales tip for today. If you're not getting the sales that you're after, read less, listen less, get more knowledge, get, sorry, get less knowledge. Stop with the knowledge. Start thinking about the things that you've already collected knowledge on in regards to the sales arena. Think of this thing that you have to sell and then come up with one experiment to run to see about selling it. Now, I did this going back um, starting in 2021. A friend of mine, she was doing the 2021 experiment. How many people can I help in 2021 for $20.21? I don't know how long she ran the experiment for. I thought it was so funny. I ran it for a whole 12 months, tracked the results. I can tell you this, after nine months of running that experiment, I was exhausted. So I had to come up with a way to be not exhausted for the last three months to get through it. Because if I stopped the experiment at three months, uh, so at three months before the end, so at nine months and not 12 months, what will happen to my results? Yeah, Crystal, you've got it. <laughs> Yeah, well, you're just messing up the whole thing, right? Like it's you need to follow through. Exactly, exactly. And it turned out that even on that experiment, running that experiment for a whole 12 months, part of the results was, there you go, happiness advantage, part of the results was um, learning what to do when you become exhausted doing the same thing over and over. On the sales side, the sales results were there. Until I got exhausted, then I just had to, um, change things up just a little bit, still keep the 2021, but change things just a little bit the way that I said things in order to keep the results going um, and then end up where they needed to be as well. And then so much did that work that I ran it again for 2022 for 2022. So um, quick take-homes before um, before we finish here. Any take-homes on the topic of reading less? And I give you permission, read less, practice selling more. So any take-homes? Always keep learning. Sorry? Always keep learning. Well, keep learning, yes. Just do it a different way. Sometimes you have to switch it up and your learning is in the not not extra knowledge but practice in the learning that you've already got in front of you. Yes, always keep learning but just switch it up a little bit as to how you're doing that. Stuart, what's your take home? I only read books by Misty Henkel, but when you're not, um, (laughs) what you should be doing is uh, there's there's a couple of fantastic books that are actually on – audible and they come with downloadables 
get the downloadables and actually do the damn things. There's some amazing things out there. So I just recommend that everybody does that. Yeah, knock the nails in that you find. What are they called? Oh, these these books. Oh, well, I can give you a list. Uh, Building a Story Brand. Um, uh, There's another one, which is Growing Your Small Business. Um, There's a number of books by Michael Hyatt. I Put them in the chat. I will, <laughs> I, I've already started. I'll tell you this one here. Second greatest sales book in the world is The 10X Rule by Grant Cardone. If you only read one of these chapters and then do whatever's in that one chapter and practice that one thing, your sales will go up. And it doesn't matter which chapter you open it up to. Your sales will go up from any one of his chapters. Yes, that one there will change the way. I absolutely agree. Um, Jason, that's in my top five. Apart from the One Minute Manager, this is the best book I have ever, ever read. Hang on. What is that about? This, okay. So the, I can so tell you my version of the title could be a lot of things. So. Right. That one, The Subtle Art of um, Not Giving a Fudge About Things, that one there by Mark Manson, in regards to selling, it's really this, right, What how I take it for selling, right? But the overarching story is... We exist, we are happiness when we're solving problems. We're not happiest when problems have been solved. So if you think of it from, from a sales perspective, we're actually happiest when we're solving the problem of selling, not just having all of it solved for us. And so, therefore, if that's the case, then obstacles become our friends. Most people don't do anything to get around an obstacle or call it too hard, but our job is to go over, around, underneath, through. We just have to work out which way around the problem. It's kind of like maths. If you sit with it, if anyone's watched the movie Marry Me with um, with Owen Williams and, and uh, J-Lo, right, he says in it, he's a maths teacher, and he says, if you sit in the problem long enough, the answer will come to you. And it's the same with selling. If you sit with the problem long enough, you'll come up with a way around the obstacle as well. So, yep, that one, um, Sabrina, refashions the way you think of things. It's very clever. I've yep. got, got an extra additional thing for sales with that one is that we shouldn't give up about the nose. And that's no, one of the things. To... You only have so many to give and you shouldn't give them all away. Yep. Insert that <laughs> where you think it should go. The more no's you get, the couple of yeses you get. You only need a few yeses for all the no's in order to end up where you want. Linda, you've got your hand up. What's your take home? Um, it's just the, the basic is if it doesn't matter what skills you've got in every other area of your business, if you're not selling, you don't have a business. <laughs> it is the fundamental number one. It doesn't matter how what, well, you're organised or marketing, if you're not actually selling and converting, there is no business. You don't have to like that that's the rule, but that's the rule. If you're not selling something, you don't have it. Yep, absolutely. Thank you so much, Linda. Jason, there we go. 